I've always been on the run. I can't remember when I haven't been on the run. My earliest recollection, I must have been four, maybe five years old. I always was running away. I didn't know where I was going, but I had to get away from my mother, who was just impossible. And my father was always angry. My father was always angry. And my brother teased me unstoppably. I mean, he was just, oh my God, he, he, was, he made my life miserable. He threw things at me, he brought things on me, he kicked me. It was terrible. So I, the house at 738 Victoria Avenue was not a happy place for me. So one day, <clears throat> I, took, I took the horn, the bull by the horns, and I ran out the front door. I can still hear the slam of the front door, the screen. And I went running down the street. I went running right down that sidewalk. My little pink feet were on that hot sidewalk. But you see, the problem was I was totally naked. <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember the upshot of that whole thing, but, you know, <laughs> I was always running away, especially from my mother, and we had the garden that we had at that house had at one point one prizes. It was really very beautiful at one point, but it had fallen into disrepair, and it was overgrown, and, but it still was fun to be in. It was a long, narrow garden. And I'd go running out down into the garden, past the cherry trees, past the apricot tree, past the poplar trees, past the pond, which was really murky. I mean, there was nothing in it. It was just murky. Past the, there was a gazebo in one corner, and a grape arbor. I could hide behind the grape arbor. And I'd go behind the grape arbor and get down on my knees. There's a little flower bed there that was all lined with rocks. They weren't very big rocks. And I would spend hours back there lifting up the rocks and discovering all the critters that lived underneath those rocks. I mean, there was everything. There were ants and beetles and worms and centipedes. It was just, it was very exciting. And sometimes I would also push my way back through the hedge that separated our garden from the neighbor's garden. Oh, my God, what a difference. The contrast was astounding. It was beautifully manicured with lots of beautiful flower beds. They had a pond, but it was filled with golden fish. It was beautiful. And the man who kept that garden was Grandpa Wickman. He was a tall, I think he was Swedish. He had an accent. And he thought I was just fabulous. Barbara, come see my garden, he said. I will teach you about all the things that are growing here. And I'd follow him, I'd watch him water. And it was almost as though he was watering me. I really grew a lot under Grandpa Wickman's hand. And I spent hours over there too. It was hard coming back to my shabby house. I was really shabby. But my recollection of grammar school and high school, it all fades. I think I was running from my emotions, running from my passion running from that family that I had that I never felt part of. I have to tell you a story about my father. Oh, my father. Picture this, if you will. In the bedroom, okay. They're in bed, my mother and my father. My father, with this white nightshirt on that my mother made for him out of white flannel, with his hat on, a gray fedora. He never took it off. Lying in bed, reading Life magazine, eating chocolate. 
he'd unwrap it, take a piece, and eat it, turn the page, and read Life magazine. My mother, on the other hand, would, she had long braids that she wrapped around her head, and she'd take one of the braids and she'd lay it across her eyes so the light didn't bother her. <laughs> they were a constant source of embarrassment to me. <laughs> oh, every time my mother wanted me to come home, she'd stand out in front and yell, Barbara! Then she got a whistle that hung around her neck, you know, the kind that your sports, yeah. She pulled that damn whistle. I never answered. I was too busy turning over the rocks or visiting with Grandpa Wickman. In college, huh, I really did run for my passion in college. And I wanted to be a teacher like my mother, but something beckoned to me and I took a couple art classes, and I signed up for a theater class in designing backdrops and costumes and makeup and that wonderful stuff. And the minute I met those people, I knew that I had met my tribe. I felt totally embraced. It was the first time in my life that I'd ever felt welcomed. And I followed that career for 40 years. I did everything. I did Lady Macbeth. I did Winnie the Pooh. I did everything. I loved it. It made me live. It gave me a life that I adored. It was, you know, crazy life, but it was fun, nonetheless. And I also ran from relationship to relationship to relationship. Nothing ever, nothing ever stuck for me. And I went from Daryl to Phil to Noel. And then I met Dave. Oh, my God. We've been married 43 years. And they said it wouldn't last, right? Yeah, 43 years. And when I met David, I had been through so much. I'd had three children, I'd had four husbands, it's just crazy. Plus all, everything in between, you know. And when I met David, it was as though the door opened for me and I could stop running or at least slow down. And I discovered planting gardens. That gra Grandpa Wickman's garden, I felt so secure and peaceful in that garden. I could walk around and I could look at the flowers and they were so beautiful and they nurtured me. I could put, in my own gardens, I could actually dig a hole and put something in the ground and it grew. I mean, magic. It was wonderful. I've always had gardens. In every house I've ever lived in, I've planted a garden. And right now I have a garden here in Portland. It's not easy to grow roses though, right? Yeah. Anybody grow roses out there? I don't have black spot. I don't know what to do about that. But I still have a garden. I've got wisteria and iris. And it's lovely. It's lovely. And I, when I go out in my garden, I still visit the critters. When I go out in my garden here in Great, I feel like I've come home. Again, like theater. It's a peaceful place. It's kind. It's responsive. I like being out there. So anyway, here I am. I'm going to be 82 in July. I buried my mother and my father. My brother committed suicide at 47. That's a whole other story. And my daughter died in an automobile accident at 15. But I'm still here. 
you know, I'm still running. I'm still going. I'm still, I feel like I have big, you know, one of those big keys in the back, you can't park. Here I go. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I never stop. I never stop. That's what life is. You just got to keep going. Thank you.